Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my sweetest friends. Welcome back to Hachzeik, our daily Musar We are up to number 111 as we begin chapter 20, uh, all about the uh, the Mishkal, it's called. The Mishkal HaChasidus, weighing. Mishkal is Lashon of weighing. Uh, essentially, it means the, the considerations, how to properly approach the implementation of of Hasidus in a way that's healthy, that is not in conflict, let's say, with, with other morals and values that you have, or that different parts of Hasidus itself is not in conflict with each other. And Paul's going to give us Eitzahs on exactly how to do that in, in a proper way. Previously in Hasik, as we know, we finished chapter 19, which, which was the breakdown of the different elements of Hasidus. So continuing back to today, in chapter 20, the Ramchal will uh, begin to give us Eitzahs on how to successfully implement Hasidus. Zokter Ramchal. After we just defined Hasidus in the previous chapter that like we just discussed. Now, let's talk about the Mishkal, how to, to weigh the parts of Hasidus and Hasidus in general properly in order to achieve a successful implementation of it. And this is very, very important if you want to master the trait, this Mid of Hasidus. This is the hardest part of being a, a healthy, successful chassid, is knowing the intricacies of these calculations, doing things in the proper way. Because Dakuso Rav is very, is a lot of, it's very subtle, uh, the, the different elements of a chassid, what it means to be a chassid. And, and that, that opens up a, a big opening for the Yitzhahara to, to try and get us to fall in, 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 and mess up in, in our attempt at achieving chassidus. If you think about it, what is chassidus? It's not like halacha, that we know there's, there's a right and a wrong, a mutter and asr, a tar and tameh, there's clear lines and, and structured guidelines within um, halacha, what they do. No, this is above and beyond. This is beyond the letter, letter of the law. This is the spirit. This is just doing things in the Kavot Shemayim, doing things for Hashem. So once you get into that area, there isn't clear lines of what exactly to do in each specific scenario. It's up to the chassid to be able to weigh the different options in front of him and say, okay, is this the right move for me to do? So with that gray... That subtleness, that subtlety brings an opening for the Yitzhar to be like, oh, um, this this is the right thing for you to do as a chassid, when in reality he's trying to trick you, as we'll say. Okay, therefore it's a great danger, uh, um, this attempt to to, to achieve chassidus and, and this whole process of weighing chassidus and, and, and cal- doing your calculations properly. Because there are many good things that are great for your ruchnias, for your spirituality, for your avodas Hashem, for your relationship with the avodas Shalom. And the Yitzhara is is able to take those things and say, oh yeah, these, these, these will be really bad for you. Don't do that, don't do that. That's, that's, that's a terrible idea. And there are many things that are chatam that will actually take you further away from Hashem. But the Yitzhara will say, no, that's a brilliant idea. That's a great idea for you. And not, not that he's telling you, oh, do this thing that's clearly wrong. Again, we're talking about a chassid. This is the latter, right? If someone's a chassid is trying to implement chassidus, that means they've already been through zrizus and nikias and, and zahirus and not disorder and precious and tahara. These are people. This is someone that isn't isn't bothered by isn't isn't tempted by the, the sillinesses, the the silly temptations and taivas of this world. This is a chassid we're talking about. Someone that's already achieved that and they're working on perfecting themselves and operating like a chassid. So it's not that he's always going to tempt them with like oh go look at this thing or eat this non-kosher food or, or you know, do this, you know, steal this thing from the store. No, it's, it's a much more subtle thing of like, oh, spirit, he, he uses spiritual terms. I think I gave this example in the, in the past of, of in, in Ashkevenu, we say, this is the idea. 
Vyasar Satan, remove the Satan, remove the Yitzhahara, Milafanina from in front of us, because sometimes he acts as our brother and says, Oh, do this thing, it's the, it's the, you know, it, it's, 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 I'm sorry, he acts like a Milafanina in front of us, it's clear to us that he's Yitzhahara, it's like people that are earlier on the rungs of the ladder that are still grappling with, you know, like, like myself, like a lot of us, I'm sure, still grappling with Taiva Zalmhazen and, and, and the simple, the, the little things. And that's clear. That's the Behind us is, is this Tevitz, or the Yitzhar that says, oh, you you should stay up. You should be the last one in the base at night, and you should shut off the lights. It's very gishmak. It shows that you're a real masmid. You're taking your time seriously in yeshiva. Yeah, what's Yitzhar really doing? He knows if you sit late and you're the last one in the base matter, you shut off the lights. That means you're not going to sleep until really, really late, and you're going to have a really hard time the next morning getting up for shachas. Even if you get up, your kavanah for shachas is going to be terrible. And the Yitzhar is using his, your, your spiritual sensitivities in order to try to chop you. And, and make you do something, a hate, it's something wrong, it's not the right thing for you to do in that moment, as trying to sell it to you as a mitzvah. And that's what, in, in the realm of Hasidus, there's a lot of opportunity for that because everything is so subtle. I think the point is clear. So now the give us an eight of these three, three necessary steps, three necessary elements uh, that, we, that, that a chassid needs to have in order to, to have a successful, um, a successful journey to and achieving Hasidus. The only way that someone can successfully do these chesbonos of, of what uh, in, individual scenarios of what to do in each situation, what would a chassid do? What's the right thing? Weighing the pros and cons and, and figuring out the right thing to do. The only person that's successful at that has these three things. Number one, his heart has to be absolutely sincere, sincere and pure, straight. Like we've been discussing, what's the kavana? What's the what's the what's the kavana of a chassid? His motivation is entirely for kavod Everything, his heart isn't turned in any any other way to have satisfaction for himself or anyone else, only for Hashem. That's number one. His heart has to be straight, sincere. Even go to number two. He has to scrutinize his actions very, very, very carefully. And try to fix his actions, his way of operating, his lifestyle, so that it is aligned with step number one of a pure heart that is doing everything for Kvot Shemayim. And number three, You have to cast your burden upon Hashem. And as we see in Tehillim, Praiseworthy is a man whose strength is in you, those whose hearts focus on upward paths. The final step here is, you have to recognize, even with step one, step two, even with Zerizus and Zahiris and Nikias and Prishas and Tara, all these things will only be successful in achieving anything with, 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 with Hashem's help. Even if we get to this point, a chassid needs Hashem's help, even if his heart is straight and he's constantly checking himself and analyzing his actions to try to fix himself, he'll only be successful with Hashem's help. Like we said, we said in the last lesson, the outcome is in Hashem's hands. Only up to us to do our, whatever we can in order to try to get there and our shadows. But at the end of the day, if we will successfully achieve chassidus, it's only with Hashem himself. And then, sorry, so, okay, so therefore, Shazi Yabarbo, therefore, it says to Hillim again, Asher Adam Ozlabach, praiseworthy is the man whose strength is in you, those whose hearts focus on our paths. Regarding such a person who has done his utmost to ensure that his actions are worthy, and then places his trust in Hashem, so he's checking up all these boxes, it says further in Tilim, Lo Yibnatov Lahochem Bissamim. Hashem will not withhold goodness from those who walk in wholesome faith. Meaning, Hashem will surely help the person who, who, who uh, achieved the proper chassidus, um, the proper balance of chassidus, um, uh, because Hashem is, is, is the one that will help us. If, if someone davens Hashem and turns to Hashem and has me talking and recognizes that Hashem is from, from Hashem, 
then ultimately Hashem will help them. If you're missing any one of these three, you're not going to reach completion, perfection in Chasidus. It's not only you won't reach perfection, but chances are you'll probably fall in Chasidus. In other words, either if his kavana's intention is not totally pure, i.e., towards the satisfaction of Hashem, towards Shemayim, or if he's not fully careful, like number two, to scrutinize his actions to the extent that he's able to, and to perfect them. Or, even if he has a straight heart and only does things for Hashem, and he's very careful in scrutinizing his deeds and trying to work hard to perfect himself, but he doesn't do the next step of him to Hashem, and rely on Hashem to help him. It's very difficult for him not to fall and, and, and make mistakes as a result of his, you know, Corrupted cheshbon, corrupt, corrupted calculations in, in weighing the pros and cons of each action in order to do the right thing as a chassid. Ach, in shlashtam yishmar karoi, but if someone does properly keep and adhere to these three things, to mimos, samachshava, iyun, ubitachon, right? Purity of intent, motivation. That's number one. Iyun, scrutiny. Iyun, like a gemara b'iyun, you're delving deeply into the, into the sugyas, really carefully looking at the details, combing through. Finally, then the person will will go with with absolute confidence and and no 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 bad will, will befall him. This is what Hannah said in her her nevuah in Shmuel Aleph. Ragle Chasid of Yishmor, the feet, the steps of the devout ones, Chasidim, Hashem will guard. David Kamokin Amar, David also said, tell him, Velo Yazov es Chasidov leOlam Nishmaro. Hashem, He does not forsake His devout ones, Ayi Chasidim. They will be eternally protected. Though both these books very clearly show that someone that is a chassid, that is devout, that is a real, real chassid for Hashem, Hashem will will protect them from falling in the ways of chassidus because it's it's a dangerous game. It's a very, very subtle game. Again, if we have the Shulchan Aruch and Mishnah Bura and the plethora of volumes of Svarim in every language that tell us the details of how to keep Shabbos properly, how to do the mitzvah of tefillin properly, the mitzvah of talis properly, and tzitzis, the mitzvah of sukkah, how to, how to, what brachas to make, and what, uh, the kadimas of brachas, all the things that go into the halachas of day-to-day living, go through, go through our chayim in, in, uh, in, in Shulchan Aruch, in Mishmurah. Without that, it's, it's, it's not so clear of in this specific scenario, I'm not talking about muturas, I'm talking about, will this bring Hashem the most quote shemayim, or will that? Or maybe will this, maybe right now, in the near term, it'll bring quote shemayim, but long term, it'll, It'll come out. It'll come out to be detrimental. Right? This is a very subtle thing. So, so this last point, I, I, the number three of of Hashem Yehavcha, I think that's that's the that's my key takeaway for today's lesson. Even if you have everything clear, you you've reached this level of of Hasidus, You're 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 at the precipice, right? You've 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 perfected yourself. You've removed all the taivas and the bad midas, and you've removed your own personal even motivations for things. And all you're thinking about is kavod shemayim. Want to do what's right for Hashem, for Hashem only, and and you're and you're constantly being misboned on your actions and everything. This is a, a very very holy person we're talking about. Yet if you don't do that last step and realize, but Hashem, if Hashem without Hashem's help, you wouldn't be able to you wouldn't be able to do it. If you don't recognize that, if you don't say throw on Hashem your burden, and you recognize that He will, will, will sustain you, if you don't realize that last step, then all the, all the, the madrigas in the world will, won't, won't, won't protect you from being, from being absolutely shalim and, and perfect in your service of Hashem as a chassid. So to bring, go every step of the ladder, all the way up and reach chassidus, and, and every step of the way recognize that without Hashem's help, 
there's no way we'll succeed. Recognize that anything we achieve in life, is only from him. It's only up to us to do our shadows and dive into him. Have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily share, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.